The Last Word with Matt Cooper. So at what age should young children, girls in particular, be buying or have bought for them expensive skincare products? Could it be doing physical damage? Could it even be doing psychological damage? Well, we're joined by Dr. Colman Nocter, who is a child psychotherapist and also a columnist with the Irish Examiner. Colman, why has this caught your attention? Hi, Matt. Yeah, I think it's something that came on my radar more recently. Um, my own daughter is 11 and she started to take an interest in kind of cleansing her skin and having sort of a skin routine at night. But I heard recently, just over the last few weeks, that this was kind of a global issue. So I looked into it a bit more myself. And, you know, there's evidence that, you know, children and teenagers, I mean, this is at 10, 11, 12, we're spending like a third more on cosmetics than the year before over Christmas. And then looking into it, you know, quite expensive products that these children were, were looking into and some even buying anti-aging cream. Um, and I suppose it speaks to maybe a wider issue that I would think around, you know, that childhood is shrinking and that, you know, we're burdening children or children are burdening themselves with worries far too early when they're not emotionally mature. Enough to happen. While you know, I, I think as looking after skin might be a fairly innocuous issue. It maybe leads to a, a self consciousness around how good our skins need to be. And indeed, you know, from a dermatology point of view, are they doing themselves more harm than good? But I, I suppose the idea around body image and self concept is something that would be close to my heart. I've worked for twenty five years with young people with eating disorders who would have body image concerns, and I've seen over the last few years where the onset traditionally would have been second or third year in secondary school, seeing a lot more of that kind of fifth and sixth class of primary school. So again, um, you know, not directly causing a link there, but we are kind of shrinking childhood a little bit, and I think we need to protect it a little bit more. How much of this could be done to the influencers and the daughters of influencers, such as Kim Kardashian's nine-year-old daughter, Northwest, putting up a video of her elaborate skincare routine last year? Yeah, I mean, again, these are all kind of, I mean, the the way in which the influencer has impact now is totally different. We would have talked for years about the impact of the glossy beauty magazines um, and how they would have impacted on, on women's self-image and all those kind of negative impacts. But social media, like influencer, has so much more traction in terms of getting into the hands of, literally into the hands of preteens, anyone with a smartphone, or even those without smartphones are kind of, coaching others on how to do it. So the, when you see somebody like Northwest, who's a nine-year-old child having this elaborate skincare routine, and the Kardashians are one of those you know, icons that people tend to follow, it's understandable that every preteen in the globe wants to follow suit with that. So it's not, it's not an Irish problem. I think it's more of a global problem. But Colin, I know this isn't your area of particular expertise as you're a child psychotherapist, but in doing your investigations, have you found out anything that should be, we should worry about even from a dermatological point of view? Yeah, I mean, a lot of, and even since the, the publication of the column today, there's been a lot of people coming on saying that these retinols and serums are causing more damage. And, you know, someone on, on one of the platforms there who is a dermatology nurse was saying that they're seeing an increase in children coming in with kind of skin problems because these anti-aging kind of ingredients are causing difficulty with them. But And again, I, I suppose the idea of even being aware of aging process at 10 or 11 years of age, and not, never mind believing that you need to do something about it, is burdening children with worries beyond their emotional level, in my view. 
of course, then there's also the burden of bullying, isn't there? You can only imagine small kids giving out, are you not using these products? You need to be using them. Kids who don't want to, feeling forced into it. And then badgering their parents to purchase things which are not cheap. 100%. And again, the pester power for parents. You know, everyone else has this expensive cream that I need to have or, you know, being isolated because your parents don't get you the creams, whatever the case is. Like, there's a litany of issues around any of these, whether it be labels on your clothes or fancy toys that you have or, or ingredients that you're putting on your skin, they all have the, the kind of knock-on effect to create difficulties for young people. But my issue is just bringing attention to a child at 10 years of age or 11 years of age that they need to do something in order to be enough is an issue for me. I think there's plenty of time for that as they get into late teens, early 20s and on for the rest of their lives. And I do think there's a responsibility on us to maybe protect them a little bit from that exposure because... They're not emotionally, cognitively or socially able to manage the expectation of that, certainly not at that age. Yeah, and then the expectation issues. You mentioned briefly, I mean, things like eating disorders. Now, there's not a direct link between this and eating disorders, but could there be an indirect link in that eating disorders tend to manifest at what age and often because of what type of peer pressure? Yeah, I mean, a young person who's experiencing kind of being overwhelmed in their lives, they will oftentimes use the eating disorder as a means of control. But oftentimes children who have body image or very self-conscious around their bodies in the first instance tend to lean towards that as a means of coping. So there is a relationship between a complex relationship with your body image and and self-image, you know, that you're not attractive enough or you're too tall or you're not tall enough, whatever the case may be, that oftentimes young people who develop eating disorders would have a history of having a poor relationship with their bodies anyway, whether it's their shape, their weight, etc. And I just think from the point of view, of, there's a, that's a really influential time, that pre-teen, fifth class, sixth class, heading into secondary school, the more we can protect children to think about things like your kindness, your creativity, your qualities in your life, that there that should be the focus, not what you weigh, how you look, or the quality of your skincare. Okay, so is there anything that could be done about this? I mean, is this just down to parental responsibility in saying no to children if they're looking for this type of stuff? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not naive enough to think we can stop the, the juggernaut of social media influence. I think in terms of you know, to use a phrase, the two paces out of the tube in that way. But but I think we have to have counter narratives to kind of counter it a little bit. You know, children are watching these videos; they can be very kind of taken by them. Uh, and if they're not hearing an alternative about, look, you know, that you don't need this. This is nonsense. This is you know for somebody much later than than your years. And and actually, in fact, you know, you should be concentrating on other things in your life rather than how you look and moving as I say, moving away from their internal skill set rather than their external one. I think both as, you know, as schools and teachers and parents and anyone who's, in, who's working with young people of that age, we need to remind them where their focus should be rather than them being distracted by influencers and TikTok videos. Thank you very much, Dr. Colin Nocter, child psychotherapist and columnist with the Irish Examiner for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.